That's how good of an actor I am, guy. I pretend. It's episode 293. Your favorite pretender, Alex Woody, here. It's Midnight in the Bay podcast. It's 4th of July. Sorry, black people. And we have no fireworks. My wife won't allow them in the house. The kid can get hurt. So you don't care about me, huh? I am very happy to be here. I realized the other day... I'm a middle-aged white guy. Yeah, I realized this when I walked into a Mexican restaurant and they got all scared and thought I was the health inspector. I said, no, guy, I'm the food inspector. Now give me everything. That's when I thought it was a stick-up. Oh, my God, another fat guy robbing us for tacos. No stick-up, I got my mom's money. <laughs> Mom, can I have an allowance? Aren't you 35? Times are tough. <laughs> uh, I am... Super joyous right now. I was uh, hanging out with Mary Jane, and um, she says hello. And we're here, guy. We're we're trying to remember why we turn on a computer and microphone. Oh, now I realize it's a it's a podcast we're doing. Okay, I just want to give a shout out to all my YouTube followers. Forty six of them. Well, now forty five. Someone dropped off. <laughs> Asshole. No, that's not Tourette's. That's just me trying to be funny. I appreciate you, 45. I really do, you know, um, hoping to still be alive by 45. Now I uh, hope I had $45 in my bank account. Uh, now uh, my cat's 45. Now I, uh, I appreciate just that you guys are just, oh, my God, just like... 45, you put 45 people in a little commie room. I can, I could do that. I could do that. Sell out 45. What is that? 20 bucks a ticket. That's rent, baby. You know, uh, that's not rent. <laughs> that might be renting some, some hut in Africa or, you know, Tennessee, but not in California. No, I, I, I saw a room was for rent. $1,200. Room suck you off, Jesus guy. I remember paying four hundred dollars for a room, my mom's house, but cheaper. I don't even know what my mom's charging now. She just says, "Do not come over." <laughs> By the way, hats are for sale. Midnight in the Bay hats. If you're one of those true forty-five followers on the YouTube, <coughs> yeah, I don't turn the mute button on. I want you to hear my. Crazy cancer cough. Go check out this, okay? These hats are great. Um, I know a guy that is a fisherman. He, he started wearing this, and now he's catching everything. Uh, STDs, I mean, not fish. But the hats are great. Um, you won't catch an STD. That guy's just dirty. Um, you will catch some great, oh, once midnight in the bay, and then you know what to say. It's the worst podcast ever, okay? We're trying to get it out there. And um, 
We're putting sunglasses on. Psych, that's weird. Um, it's episode 293. Did I mention that? We're really psyched to be here. Really, am I being, uh, what's the word? Um, sarcastic. There we go. You know, you've been hanging out with Mary Jane when you can't even think of the word sarcastic. But we're here to have a good time, you know? Um, you know, the, the marijuana is the, the least of, uh, the troubles of all the drugs, you know, um, I've gone up on the elevator with the drugs and I didn't like the uh, 10th floor. And now I'm, I'm down to the first floor marijuana and it, it's great. You know, I, oof, I used to, let me take that. Let me take this. Let me take whatever you got. I'll take as a garbage can. But I went through a time, uh, when I was in the pharmaceuticals, and, uh, you know, I've always been a heavy set guy. My nickname on the street was Big Pharma. Huh? Here comes Big Pharma. All the pimps on the street. Hey, Big Pharma, what's going on? Yeah, you know, it was a good reputation. I had um, 200 followers. Yeah, all people that uh, I owed money to. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Tyrone, I'll, I'll pay you back. I, uh, I just got high the other day with my... Uh, son's friend was sleeping over you know 10 year olds and i uh i'll go in the garage like every dad you know all the fun happens in the garage and the mom don't go in there <laughs> why dad's in there oh, okay. it's like an unspoken hey dad's smoking weed in the garage and i come out and uh you know sometimes i want to get back to the video games and I I uh, come out of the door too soon, and all the all the smoke's coming out. I look like uh, Bram Stoker with Dracula in the window, and he's horny and he's ready to bite a chick's pussy clit. And you know they're playing video games, and they go. Uh, the friend goes. Uh, it smells like weed. And my son just looks at me, and I look at him. And nothing was said. I just floated down the hall like Bram Stoker Chagula. <laughs> it went on to, I'm going to watch something. I don't know if people smoke weed and watch. I watched a documentary after eating edibles. Really? Every time I eat edibles, I'll watch a documentary for five minutes and then go act like my kitchen's, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, a buffet. The Golden Corral. Oh, Golden Corral's in my kitchen. I forgot about that. Just go off. Just make it random stuff. I'll make pot stickers. I'll make cereal. I'll toast bread and put peanut butter and banana slices on it. You know, I'll uh, I'll uh, put my wife's tit milk down my throat. I think that's tit milk. I don't know. My wife might have a dick that might have been cum. Sorry, Grandma. I get gross. Mary Jane brings out me, blame her. Millennial, always blaming someone else. <laughs> so I'll do the most outrageous amount of eating and then go back watching the documentary. Huh, this should be fun. <laughs> I've probably watched five minutes of a hundred different things. You know? I have so many unfinished shows, but that's the way it goes. You know, it's the way you, you, you like to 
have fun. Mm, that's what fun happens. You know, it's, uh, I've tried watching stuff sober. It's boring. <laughs> you ever watch a documentary sober? You are a lunatic. <laughs> now, porn, I can watch sober. <laughs> oh, that's my face. It's disgusting. I caught it in the, my computer screen went black. I didn't touch it for a while and uh, I was touching something else. And uh, I saw my face. <laughs> I was like, this is, why do we do this to ourselves? This is gross, weird. Um, now I see the face that my wife sees. I'm, I'm shocked she still lets me, uh, you know, put the carrot in the ranch dipping. I, I'm blown away. I look at her, I'm hot. She got the butt. <laughs> wish I was Latina. I wish I had a butt. My jeans are always falling down. And I look at myself and I'm like, you know, who knew that people like the fuck uncle fester <laughs> <You know? laughs> teeth are yellow hi teeth <laughs> that's the other bad thing about doing the video podcast is you could see yourself or at least the way i have it set up like because i'm a fucking genius and is looking at myself huh, i got suicide now <laughs> did i mention it's episode 293 did i mention that when you're drunk you always want to tell someone. I've never met a drunk person that didn't say they were drunk. Every action has a reaction. Every drink has a reaction. At least that's what my dad said before he would pass out on the couch. Every action has a reaction. Is that why my penis hurts? <laughs> Men will lie about their height. Ladies will lie about their age, right? You'll never hear a lady go, I'm six foot and she's five two. It doesn't matter because ladies know that guys are gross. Even if a guy's short, he'll still try to bang a six foot five lady. Who do you think invented the stool? A short guy trying to bang a tall chick. Now, I did do some research. They had the average height per state in the United States. Just some local ones around California. Washington, average height is 5'10". Oh, height, that's my height. Oregon, the same thing. Average height, 5'10". Can you guess what California average height is for men? 5'5". Huh. There are a lot of Mexicans. I don't think many Mexicans are taking polls. <laughs> I think if you ask a Mexican guy what's a poll, he'd be like, uh, <laughs> run. I saw a heavy set lady get out of her car and on the back windshield, there was a sticker that says, support your local food bank. That I wish was a joke. That is a true statement. Uh, God bless Walmart. You know, there's some funny people there. You ever get mad at someone who's wearing a mask? Right? You ever get irritated? Like, why are you they're driving by themselves and wear a mask? Why are you wearing a mask? I was drunk, you know? And after I told someone I was drunk... I walked down the street and I saw someone wearing a mask. And I think just 
the combination of just seeing people and just, I guess it's one of those things too. You don't want to see cause it brings back bad memories. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks for reminding me. I got alcoholism now. I just said something, you know, I was just like, really a mask. We're outside. No one's around. I know I was like the, like a January 6th, uh, protester. And they go, uh, I have a medical condition. And that's why I was like, awkward. <laughs> you know, that was, that was awkward. I was like, yeah, I, um, I think you have a medical condition of, uh, being a pussy, but, uh, <laughs> let me get out of here. <laughs> Never listen to my dad again. <laughs> One person took it off and, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you ever see someone with a mask and they take it off? You're like, yeah, maybe you keep the mask on. So my wife says to me in the bedroom. I am drinking a smart water right now because I am taking an IQ test at the end of this podcast. I had a friend recently come out of the closet. Yeah, he told me he's real anal about things. Good for you. Never tried it. A guy told me he goes to a Mexican restaurant run by Middle Eastern people. He goes, isn't that Cultural appropriation. I go, no, they're both brown. My dad likes that one. My son doesn't like cartoons now. He likes real life movies. Great. I can't wait till puberty. I went, uh, I went, yo, the plastic surgeon. And they say, make me, oh, (laughs) some of these notes I read. I told the uh, plastic surgeon 10 years ago, I said, maybe look like Uncle Fester, please. He goes, why? I said, I'm too good looking. I want to look humble. Yeah, I thought that was funny at two in the morning. Morals are overrated, right? We, we put ourselves on a standard of like, hey, you got to act a certain way. You got to do a certain thing. Do we? Who made up these rules? Was it people conquering tribes and saying you got to act a certain way so they keep people in line so they don't act out? Did people make up places that you may go if you act a certain way? These are the questions I have, but then you, have, you question people and they say, why are you questioning it? That's a little scary too. We're talking about religion, folks. <laughs> I was jogging I know, no lie. And a small bug went into my mouth. I was pissed like I didn't have barbecue sauce. Tastes good. But how slow you gotta be for my slow ass to eat you. You know what I mean? Must have been a, a fat fly. That guy eating a fat fly. Fat guy eating a flat fly. Try saying that six times. Fat guy eating a flat fly. Fat fly. <laughs> I was jogging. 
another jogging. No joke, I was. It was uh, brutal. I had my headphones on, but I could hear me wheezing. I sounded like a guy that had just been shot five times. I went by someone that had the two canes, you know? They were walking all fucked up. I started walking out of respect. Plus, I needed a break. And then I started going again because I saw the soccer players in the middle of the field going. And then I realized I'm an asshole who just stops walking because I see a handicapped person. That's like seeing someone in a wheelchair and immediately sitting down. This is why I can't go high and go anywhere. I yell at people with the mask. I start walking because fucking Niles had spinal bifia. <laughs> God, I'm weird. I went on a date with a chick one time. She told me uh, it was her first date. Okay, went on a chick first date. We're at the restaurant. Okay, and she goes, uh, "My last boyfriend, he was a dick, but he had a huge dick too." I left the restaurant immediately. She said that I can't compete with that. That's too much pressure like an Asian guy on a date with a black chick. I don't think my parents are going to like you. When I was young, I could eat fast food and be fine the next day. Now I eat fast food and I got to call in sick to work. Yeah, sorry, boss. My asshole's bleeding. Those jack-in-the-box tacos. My boss. Been there before. Take two days off. My son's friend was walking out of the bowling alley. And he goes, uh, there's weed in there. And he goes, the gangsters are out. I have some news articles for you. News articles for this week. Here we go, Bubba. I reported a kid to the flight attendant for spilling glitter on me. Okay. This guy was on a plane. And he's chilling there. He's having a cocktail, eating a bag of those kettle jalapeno chips. Oh, picking a movie. This is cool. Plane offers 30 movies. This is sick. And uh, little kid drops glitter all over him. Now, does the mom say anything? Absolutely not. And the baby continues to keep throwing stuff and doing, and the parent doesn't say anything. The man gets up to his flight attendant, then goes to the bathroom. I love that. I would do something like that. When I complain, I always go to the bathroom afterwards, you know, let it pan out and then go back. He goes back to the seat and the lady's pissed and she cusses him out and does a, has a big fit on the plane. You don't understand kids. You don't understand kids. And if I was, if I was that guy, I'd be like, Oh, I understand kids. All right. I don't understand you. Cause you're supposed to keep your kids in line. And this is why we have little shitheads, because parents don't keep their kids in line. 
And then they go hang out in Walmarts with a bow and arrow and they try to decapitate. Yeah. And you wonder why. Oh, I don't know. Because the parents let him do whatever. Oh, yeah, he could shoot up all right. <laughs> this is the bad part about flying and traveling is you got to deal with situations like this. I don't know what would happen if I was sipping on a cocktail. I got a 20-hour flight ahead of me in Australia because they want me to do some acting there. And then a kid pours a bucket of glitter on me and gets it in my whiskey. Oh, I understand kids are right. I understand why they, you know, get killed, you know. Parents need to, you know, PSA, this is kind of common sense, but, you, you know, parents, you need to watch your kid. This is why I don't want to have another one. You know what I mean? It's bad enough chasing one, and then you have to chase another and, and discipline them and stuff. But people will just pop out kids. I'll have four or five kids. <laughs> you have four or five kids, there's one that's going to be a shithead. There's, there's, you can't focus on that many kids and give them enough attention. That's my PSA. <laughs> Ghost hunters. So apparently these ghost hunters, which I don't know if you guys watch these shows, I I don't even know how they're on air, (laughs) but apparently something moves. Let's watch. So they're in this room and (laughs) nice ass lady. It's set up like some studio set up this creeper room. It's got a bunch of creepy stuff in it. They're like a museum, right? And they're like, oh, let's film. Let's, I'm going to film all this creepy stuff. And what happens? Here we go. What happens? Show me, guy. Okay, we get it. Oh, they show it. See? Watch it. It moved. Come on, dude. Something moves on a table like that. Obviously, someone's controlling it. And these dorks are like, oh, my God, did you see that move? We're in a museum. But, uh, you know, that thing moved. Jesus. Oh, my God. Why red wine has libido-boosting power for men and women? Oh, you know why? Oh, do you know why? There's got alcohol in it. There's no way someone doesn't have sex after they drink. Okay? It, it's it's a proven fact. When I want to get laid, I'm I buy it. You know, babe. Oh, I didn't what we celebrate. Just drink it, you know what I mean? And a couple hours later, you're in there and you're having fun and you know, life's great. It says, uh, there's just a few of the results of the meta-analysts of nearly 30 years of research. What's the research? Buying wine and then picking up chicks and then drinking it and fucking. Are you done with that research there, uh, Spunky? Uh, now I, uh, I, I got to do some more. Uh, can you send me more money? We've sent you 30 grand the last six months. What's going on? Well, you know, the wine's expensive and... 
hookers can be too. Polyphenols are the compounds of red wine that take the credit for much of the drink's libido boosting powers. You know, some perverts out there like, oh yeah, 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 I know that word. Yes, I have a bottle of it in my car. That perverts me. <laughs> in addition to red wine, polyphenols, I know I'm butchering that, but there's no one smart listening to this. They don't know. <laughs> are also found in dark chocolate, tea, herbs, and certain fruits and vegetables. So I guess it's this stuff that relieves stress, which causes people to loosen up, which causes sexual pleasure. Red wine can also improve levels of testosterone, the hormone responsible for sex drive in men and women. You know, alcoholics read this and go, hey, you know, Wine's good for you. Let's let's drink uh, all day, every day, you know. Researchers also found that the presence of ethanol in red wine and its interaction with the polyphenols may also play a part in how red wine affects the reproduction system. Can we just get a bottle of that stuff without the red wine? <laughs> in summary, the report authors found that red wine and consumption of moderation could be potentially beneficial for patients with erectile dysfunction as well can positively influence reproductive function through mechanisms that depend on the va vascular relaxant properties of red wine and its anti-toxic properties. Huh. So alcohol doesn't give you erectile dysfunction? I don't know if I believe that. You drink three bottles of wine, you tell me, guy. <laughs> you ain't getting it up. Speaking of not getting it up, didn't know this was a thing, okay? I swear, I didn't know this was a thing. Penis enlargement is now on the rise. Filler shots are all the range. Dissolvable penis filler. Oh, God. Wait, hang on. That's a tough word. Dissolvable. Dissolvable penis filler is the latest plaques of surgery craze sweeping New York City and the nation. Okay? So, you know how chicks, they get the little injection in the forehead and stuff, no wrinkles? Guys are doing this with their dick. I don't want wrinkles in my dick. With patients ticking on inches to their tallywhacker in just several sessions of the hydrochloric acid-based procedure. Yeah, I don't want you sticking anything in my dick that has hydrochloric or acid. You know? Like, I don't want acid put in my dick, you know? Or a needle. <laughs> Someone from Molly Cruz, like, oh, I definitely put that in my dick before. <laughs> penal, penal, I like that. I'm going to start calling my dick penal. Penal enhancement pilgrims barred in their, what is this? What is this writing? I feel like I'm, I'm reading the Bible. So they're saying basically, I'm just going to say it in layman terms. The people that have done this, pilgrims, what is this, the fucking 1800s? They've gotten a half an inch per session with some patients adding a whole two inches overall. But these guys, they're making it fatter. 
you know, they're making, it's like, uh, these are like tall, skinny guys, you know, that have lengthy ones. Trust me, me and the Mexicans, but it's, it's girthy. <laughs> While surgeons warn that girth enhancement procedures don't guarantee an increase in length. Oh, cool. So you just put a needle in my dick with acid in it and nothing could happen. Oh, that's fun. Like buying a hooker and not getting laid. The increased weight pulling down on the member can increase flaccid length. Can, not will. That's a little scary. The costly enhancement comes with certain rare risks, including developing neurosis or tissue death. Oh, hey, do you want to risk something? Oh, with, you know, getting a filler in your dick? Oh, yeah, what are the risks? Tissue death. Tissue death. Oh, yeah, I want you to put acid in my dick, and there could be a chance of tissue death. Yeah, sign me up. People that get this going to submarine 3,000 feet under the deep blue sea. Oh, that sounds fun. Hey, we just closed out. The, the, the recording, I think the recording just cut out. Great. Well, we're taking the IQ test. Fit the answers. I can't do this. We're going to have to do the IQ test on another episode. This is too long. Stay tuned next week. We're going to do the IQ test. I don't know what happened in the recording, but I, I got to tell you guys, I got some fantastic shows coming up. I'm headlining Tommy T's July 19th. So if you're in Pleasanton, California at 7 o'clock, come see me. Um, that's the show, folks. Thank you. Subscribe. Tell everyone. I want to get to 46 followers on YouTube and two on the audio. Um, that's been the show. If I didn't say that before, thank you, Mary Jane. You really make the show great. Um, this podcast is brought to you by Silver Tongue Audio. Go to Silver Tongue Audio and you will see a bunch of free podcasts there to download. Mine included, Midnight in the Bay. You'll see Days in the Serb there. It's a great one about a guy that shines light on dark subjects with the help of Mary Jane. Hey, that sounds like this one, but it's a little different. And uh, just check it out. It's great. And then NPC podcast, non-player character podcast. Hey, hey, video game podcast. Uh, they'll tell you stuff that you had no idea was happening with video games. They're, they're insiders in the industry. And it's really fun. Go check it out. SilverTongueAudio.org, free podcast website. Adios, guys. Follow me on Instagram, underscore Alex Woody Comedy for my live dates. Love ya. It's about to get dangerous. Silver Tongue Audio.